Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Boys here with the most relaxing game ever in one of the coolest games ever, I think, is Animal Crossing. My name's James Miller, and I'm joined here with... It's me, Chet the Chinchilla. Chet the Chinchilla? Yeah, what? I'm here. He's so fluffy, but he can't puke, so don't let him eat any tinsel. Oh. <laughs> He'll shred his organs. <laughs> and... I love tinsel. <laughs> it's so tasty. Chet, don't eat any no no you can't stop me i'm self-quarantining <laughs> don't come into my house while i eat this tinsel oh, oh god oh, oh god oh. Him. <laughs> hey guys oh my god my chinchilla died it's me ethan what happened i, oh, I stepped man. out of the room for a second i told, asked you guys to watch him we tried to stop him but we're remote yeah fastidious greg was on holiday and he didn't pick up all that tinsel so yeah i know he really yeah. well he's self-quarantined as well in the fastidious yeah. dome yeah well he and... was very very nervous about all the the dirt and stuff i'm yeah. ethan palmer welcome yeah, to the podcast. that's two out of three of us who's the third i'm peter o'donoghue and my 14 day isolation is almost done and uh i'm wondering what the fuck i'm supposed to do afterwards keep I... isolating yeah, yeah still stay inside yeah definitely dang <laughs> oh oh damn that was not the answer i was hoping it was gonna be yeah, I, th- I thought i thought it was just like yeah you you spent two weeks at home you're yeah. immune now i thought that go, was the point go to a kissing party okay <laughs> <laughs> um so yes yeah, so, like quarantine's still going on for all those pe- everyone in the world is pretty aware of it at this point but something that's helped me with uh, the quarantine definitely is animal crossing uh, i picked up the new one um new horizons just came out a few days ago and it is a lovely world to escape in. What is your experiences with Animal Crossing, guys? Um, well, I owned a chinchilla, but he just died. So, man, he would have been a great guest, my talking chinchilla on this episode. That's too bad. Yeah, probably. Uh, I, have I, no ex- I, I have a scumbag landlord, and that's about as close <laughs> as I can get. That's about as close as my experience with Animal Crossing has ever been. I've been, <laughs> fish- I've been fishing, and I like apples as well. Oh, Look, I'm in the that's I'm in the all bankers, all landlords are are scummy uh, field, but Tom Nook does offer interest free mortgages and lets you pay it off by catching tarantulas. So that's, it's a know. pretty lax system, actually. Like he'll he'll give you a house day one on an island. He'll let you pay it off as quickly or as as long as you'd like to, and you can pay it off in very unconventional ways. Honestly, as someone who owes money. Um, owing money to Tom Nook has not been the worst experience. <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen um, the crossover memes with Doom as well. How uh, yeah. uh, the dog, the dog girl, and Doom Isabella. guy are. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Isabella and Doom guy are uh, thick as thieves. They is. <laughs> uh, as far as experience goes, I did play the original on um, GameCube. Yep. I am a huge. 
Harvest Moon fan, uh, Stardew Valley fan. I'm a huge fan of these games where you just like build a house. I love The Sims. Uh, I never, I could never get into Animal Crossing. Okay, never, never mortgage, got into it. I think that. Uh, that I don't know what out. it was. It was the like the just like the decorating the stuff. I don't know. It was just it didn't click with me for whatever reason. Mm, that's fair. I, I look at the new one and I I kind of feel the same. I look at it and I say like it it looks cool. It looks great. It just doesn't look like it's for me. Like it doesn't look like it looks like for me. That's fair. It didn't click with me the first time I got it either. Um, but in as I got older, I kind of started appreciating games that didn't have uh, as much of a point all the time, like where it, you're encouraged just to hang out and stuff. Like Stardew Valley, I found I really enjoyed that. But even in Stardew, like there's kind of pressure with the season system and stuff to min-max what you're doing so you have enough money to go to your next... You don't really have to, but just gaming culture in general makes me want to min-max... Like, I know I can get the most money off of this, so I'm going to plant on this day and all this stuff. Which is, it's kind of funny because in Stardew, you end up, like, the game doesn't last as long if you just, like, oh, I got to the bottom of cave, like, the first cave, yeah, like, relatively quick, you know, I bought, like, all the upgrades for my house, and you're like, well, there's not that much left to do. I mean, there's a lot to do in Stardew, like, yeah. Um, but Weren't like you a cranberry in- baron or something like that, Jamie? Oh, I sold a lot of cranberries. You, you could make the most money on in fall cranberries plant them day one it's the richest you'll be yeah. but you, yeah. you also want to you also want to optimize you want to plant like your best crops so you can get the the community center unlocked yeah. uh because that gives you like really good upgrades and stuff too yeah but we're not talking about stardew valley we've guy. already talked about stardew valley. <laughs> yeah but um animal crossing I kind of came at Animal Crossing with the same type of mentality. I was like, okay, well, like, I have some choices to make at the beginning. i got to make the right choices. So I looked at an island, and I was like, oh, how? okay, I'll just pick the island that I feel is best to me. And they're like, okay, when you go on this island, you can take one of three items. Do you want, uh, like, a fishing pole, a sleeping bag, or uh, something else? I forget which three of them they were. And I was like, oh, man, like, okay, this is going to have an impact on my game. What do I want? So I Googled it. And I was like, okay, like, what's the best starting we- uh, item for? Dude. Yeah. 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 And I manipulate the RNG in Stardew Valley to catch a string fish on day one. <laughs> and what I thought was really funny was it says it doesn't matter which one you pick. All three of them you will be given on your first day anyways. So it kind of disarmed me right from the beginning. And I haven't looked up anything <laughs> since because it just told me you'll get everything. Don't worry. And chill, bro. Yeah. Uh, and ever since then, in the four days I've been playing it, it's been very relaxed. And uh, well, yeah, honestly, it's like because um, some people will manipulate. So it works. And I don't know if you'll get into this, but it works based on real dates, like real date and time, right? Uh, and some people will like manipulate the date on their Switch to like they'll like plant a money tree, and then they'll manipulate the date so it's like a century in the future. Yeah, and they'll log back in, and they'll just have like millions and millions of dollars and i guess that's just playing on like creative mode or like sandbox mode but it's just like it seems so silly to me like to play the game like that like why yeah why are you even bothering so hollis uh is like one of my friends from work he's he did it that way and he told me afterwards he's like i'm not sure i should have done it that way because i paid off all my loans on the first day i got the game and now yeah. he's you can collect all the fossils and all the fish to fill up your museum and that's kind of like a fun thing to do but if you're not in debt, there's no point in playing, apparently. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> well, the nice thing about being in debt is that all the things that you catch that you already have, like, there's a reason to to catch them. Like, if you go still catch... Valuable, yeah. yeah, you still can sell them to pay off your house. If you're trying to catch this one rare fish and you spend eight hours and you get it, and none of it is valuable except for the actual fish, then 
I don't know. At least you're, you're getting yeah. value still. That's eight hours to catch one fish or eight hours spent catching a lot of fish that are all valuable. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. I caught an ore fish like two days ago, dude. It's huge. I pulled it out and it's like three times as wide as my character model. I got so excited. And I messaged Hollis, who had put 40 hours in in the first three days the game was out. And I was Jesus. like, dude, I got this. I got this. And he's like, what? You're so lucky. I haven't even gotten it yet. And I've put in maybe eight hours combined. Like, oh, yeah. so I was like, ha got it. That is very on brand for you, Jamie. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna, Jamie and his his direct link to RN Jesus. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, the other priests in my guild hate me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um, to start off with Animal Crossing, like you guys kind of know the concept. You wash up on an island, or you land on an island. You take a bus, a train, or wherever to your island, and you are like given a house. To the island sounds yeah. very reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> You um, are given a house by a guy named Tom Nook, uh, and he is... Do you know what animal he is? He's a raccoon. He's a raccoon, but he's actually a, a tanuki. A tanuki, yeah. A oh, raccoon even, dog. He, he's even less trustworthy, because he's got those giant testicles inside of his, uh, inside of his pants. <laughs> you That's know so crazy. much about animals. <laughs> a tanuki is not a real animal. Is really? It? I, think I don't know. It's like know. a it's like a mythical folklore animal from Japan. I know. Yeah. Um, I know it's Japanese. I, I sarcastically mentioned Neo when you said talked about a, a relaxing game, but there is a, a Tanuki enemy in Neo that does not actually have like a little leathery shell. He's not like a little armadillo. It's actually his giant scrotum pulled back and around and sat on top of his head to protect his back. Oh my Way god, Neo! Uh, I know in Super Mario Bros. Three, the one that's a play. That that's like yes. they're reenacting Super Mario One, I think. Um, when you when you can fly, you get the raccoon tail, and that's it's a t- Tanuki tail. You get the Tanuki suit. Right. So I just looked up a Tanuki on Wikipedia, and there is a picture, but I think the real raccoon is called Aralguma. So there's one that's like a. I I'm not sure. Tom Plus, Nook is a Tanuki. Tom Nook oh, is kind of like Tanuki Duke. too. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Nuki. Yeah. It kind of makes sense. <laughs> oh, I see the picture of the real animal. Japanese raccoon dog. All right. Yeah. So I don't know if, if it's real or not, but Tom Nook definitely is real. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is the, you land there, this guy who's kind of mischievous. He gives you a big loan on a house. You get a house, which is cool, but you got to pay him off. Uh, yeah, like it's like, hello, newcomer. Would you like this uh, this fresh house to here that I just finished uh, clearing the bodies out of? Please ignore my huge <laughs> testicles. It's just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Help me with this carpet. Help me with this rolled up, taped up carpet, and the place oh, is thanks. yours. No problem. <laughs> a small favor for a house and an, and a, an interest-free loan, of course. By the way, nice hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How odd that you're wearing gloves but didn't give me any. I hope I... It's like, yeah, don't worry. Get your fingerprints all over the house. It doesn't matter to me. It's, your, it's yours now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if anyone asked, it was yours a month ago, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Especially at this time on this date. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, uh, this Tom the guy is kind of mischievous, as you can tell. And he gives you a house. You have to pay it off. Other villagers will slowly move into your your village as you go. You get what in Animal Crossing uh, New Horizons, which is the one that I've been playing and the I've been really enjoying it. it. You start off in a tent with two other villagers, 
and I've looked at gameplay. I was watching a stream last night, and it seems as you kind of progress, everybody will have like these really elaborate houses. Um, what used to be like dirt paths on the road turns into like stone proper roads, and the the whole thing just kind of upgrades as you go. And uh, are you guys drawing straws in your tent to see who you need to eat? <laughs> yeah, is no, there like a cent? Is there like a central government? Is Tom Nook the mayor or? There, he's got a racket, man. I don't know what it is. He's he's like in charge of this town, but you can go to other, you can travel to other um, islands. You pay Nook Miles to get a Nook ticket. And Nook Miles are basically like your small objectives you get Nook Miles for. So chop three trees, pick three berries, okay. and you get yeah, Nook Miles. And as soon as so you get that... set up his own currency? Yes. And then once you get he's the daily quote... <laughs> Once you get the daily quest, like uh, one of those dailies, it'll disappear and a new one will pop up. So there's always small scale goals to be doing. Okay. Um, so so is Tom Nook running like a banana republic? Like, yeah. Is he <laughs> just like building towns and roads and he's like a businessman and like the central government is just like, you know what, we can't afford to build roads or like harbors or like, you know, telecom infrastructure. So as long as you guys are doing it, I guess we'll keep giving you land grants so you can keep bringing people on to work he's in like your little Comstar from Battletech. He even has yeah. his own fucking currency. Yeah, and straight up like the Dole Fruit Company. Like, yeah. yeah. And then when you go to you use the Nook Miles, you can do a few different things. You can like make your inventory bigger so you can work longer. Uh, you can uh, oh, do, do different things like that, right? And then also you can use Nook Miles to visit a random island. And there's a pelican like who'll how... drop you off. Sorry. Yeah, you like how what? Uh, no, it's it's just hard. It's just because we can't see you. It's, I, I don't mean to cut you off so much. I'm sorry. No, no. Um, no, I was going to say, I like how uh, he's basically set up uh, his own currency in town and allows you to buy longer shifts from him. Yeah, no, exactly. That, that's <laughs> that's a great it. great racket. Yeah. So you can also pay to go to different islands that are unsettled and take all the resources from those islands and bring them back to your island um, with the Nook Miles that you earn. But it's kind of random on how you get there. And the guy will tell you, the pelican that drops you off says, you're not allowed to ever come here again, and you're not allowed to know where this is. So take what you can with your hands, and that's it. And that oh, kind no of thing. Way. Put a bag over yeah. your head. Yeah. So it's it's really, it's shady. The whole thing, you're, you're in, I don't know what's going on. They put a bag mean. over your head, take way too many left turns than is necessary, so you're completely yeah. disoriented, and he's just like, okay. You can strip. You got two hours to strip mine this island. He's like, "What about the native life? Doesn't matter. Take whatever you need. You're never coming <laughs> yeah. back." Yeah, it's like bikini atoll. They're like testing nukes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've seen some cool iterations of the islands. There's one called Tarantula Island, which is like a circular island with a pond in the middle, with an island in that pond. And so there's like just and in that island in the middle of the island, there is just a bunch of tarantulas on spiders or on uh, on spiders on uh, flowers. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible place. So you can, there's like a way to do it where you dig um, holes in the ground where you can kind of funnel them so you can catch them properly. Because if a tarantula bites you, then you like die and get sent back to the plane. So you have to try and catch these tarantulas, which are ultra valuable. They're 8,000 bells each, but they could kill you also. So there's like a lot of interesting islands that can happen and stuff like that. But. Why are tarantulas worth so much in this Tom Nook central economy? Uh, maybe it's because he's planning the war effort. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming he's exporting them. It's it's not a banana republic, it's a tarantula republic. The yeah. United States is the biggest importer of tarantulas, so. Yeah. <laughs> They're very valuable. They're just, the CIA is just funneling 
all this money into the into the system for Tom. <laughs> Just yep. destabilizing South American governments for their tarantulas. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the Cuban tarantula crisis. Yeah. Uh, but, year, uh, the nature of this. Too many spiders. <laughs> the nature of this game, although it does seem sinister in some ways, is really easygoing, fun-loving. You catch bugs. You do fish, fish. You build your house you design your house and it's it's just a really um relaxing game and i wanted to get into the history of it okay so uh you you mentioned ethan that the first game came out on gamecube and that was in north america australia and europe in 2002 2003 2004 respectively but this was not actually the first game um the first game was actually called dobutsu no mori which is Probably butchered that pronunciation, but it just means, uh, I think, uh, forest animals or something like that. Okay. Um, according to a U- yeah, according to a YouTube video that I watched, so I could be completely wrong. But uh, that was originally slated to be released on the Nintendo 64 disc drive, known as the 64DD. Do you uh, guys know what that the is? PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> what? It became the PlayStation. Oh, is that what it did? It become the PlayStation. Yeah, Nintendo yeah. was partnered with Sony to develop a CD-ROM uh, game system, and the the deal fell apart, and Sony left with the hardware, and they developed a PlayStation. Oh man! So the information I got was it was like a a real flop. Like it was meant to have more storage, online capabilities, a real time clock. Uh, real time clock was like something that is really core to the Animal Crossing series. Like. If you go in at noon in your day, it's noon in the game as well. Yeah, yeah, and we didn't have clocks until 2001, so they were really ahead of the curve. Yeah. <laughs> Before that, all we had was calendars, and those are so yeah. fast. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong about the, about the uh, the PlayStation. But I know the story that it, the story of the PlayStation is that, but it might not be this exact system. Okay. Yeah, this one uh, seemed really bad. So, like, it was, um, if you want to picture it, you know what a Nintendo 64 looks like? It's kind of rectangular, kind of a little bit curvy. Um, when you're looking a little straight, curvy. A little curvy. A little curvy. She's, she's thick. <laughs> oh yeah, she she'll keep you warm in the winter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, put that rumble pack on, baby. Yeah. Oh, sometimes you got to blow her to get her working. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um. <laughs> okay, I I am picturing an N64, and I am rock hard. Okay, perfect. So right, if you lifted up uh, the N64 off of your dusty carpet floor, wherever you had it, uh, you would put another like unit right underneath of it so it's like about the same size but it goes right underneath of it and it has a place to put a cd in Um, okay yeah it was meant to like i said more storage online capabilities more powerful um but it just really didn't take off it was they were trying to create the game for this thing since it just fit the game so well but uh, they released it on a normal N64 cartridge with a chip inside of it to measure game time first. Oh, that that's cool. I mean, Pokemon Silver fucking did that, so that couldn't have been too, too hard. As, yeah. as long as Pokemon Sil- Silver's internal battery uh, was still functional, it tracked the time. Yep. Yep, so they did that. Um, this is a good decision because the disk drive was a commercial failure and was pulled from production in about nine months. Ouch. But since they could no longer make the game for the disk drive, they had less storage space. They didn't have the natural internal clock. So they had to ditch a lot of the features that were originally in the game. Okay. Yeah. So originally, uh, Animal Crossing was going to be a multiplayer RPG with dungeons and monsters. And yeah. that you had to like cooperate to complete the content. 
but this was all scrapped for the game we know now. Yeah, they were just like, without a clock, honestly, none of this dungeon crawling could ever be possible. Uh, keep the same, keep the concept, but switch it to uh, debt and setting up shell companies around multiple <laughs> tropical islands. Yes, exactly. Landlords, truly the greatest monsters. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, the last, the last boss of all the Souls games is is a landlord. <laughs> <laughs> With his testicles pulled over his head. Oh yeah, well that's how that's what my landlord looks like all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so I send him emails. I don't want to go in person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the game is what we are we know it as now. Like the first game was a very Animal Crossing game. They they've stayed true to it over the years. So it's uh, a game where many large scale and short scale term goals. So there's like with mixed in with getting to know your neighbors. So like I said, with the current game, there's Nook Miles. You have a lot of short-term goals to get Nook Miles to eventually earn bells, which is your large-scale goal to pay off 100,000 bells, 200,000 bells, whatever it is. Um, All that money. Yeah, yeah. It goes pretty quickly sometimes. Like, I paid off my first house in the first day, which was nice, okay. but, but it was only a tent. Then I, now I got oh. my first... Then I got See, my when you f- called it a when you called it a house, you really had me going there. Well, is a tent a house? I mean, a tent is a home. I don't think it's a house. Okay, what's what's a, the definition of a house though? I, I gotta assume walls at the very least. I I mean, though a tent has walls. Mm, it, it's kind of like a roof, right? More, yeah. it's like a. Is it does a tent have walls or does a tent have a roof? Well, I by think... that logic, does a blanket fort have walls? No, but well, blanket fort can because you can put the cushion, the couch cushions, like yeah. vertically up, and well, those are your walls. To, so are walls multi-layered? Wall. Yeah, are walls multi-layered to you? Like it has to be outside of couch cushion, inside of couch cushion, outside of couch cushion, or it's just a tent flap could be a wall as well, right? Tent flap is so, a door. Tent flap is a door. Yeah. But okay, can I ask a question about the tent itself? Yeah. Is it like a tent that you would see at an event that has like posts and then like? like sheets that that function as walls and then kind of like a vaulted tent ceiling or is this like a camping tent that you would set up outside yes okay good yeah no it's probably more like the first one okay okay. yeah so then then i'd say it could have walls i still wouldn't call it a house though a building for human habitation especially one that is lived in by a family or small group of people if you can fit a people in it's a house by that definition maybe you maybe you got me done to rights I stand corrected. A tent is a house. Like, oh, so, so there is no. You, you see, this is what I've been saying all along. There's no homeless uh, situation. These people have houses. I mean, come on, they're fine. All you need is a suspended broomstick and a tarp, and that's a house. And that's a house. Why, as far as Wikipedia is concerned, uh, yeah. I have a house. They have a house. We're we're on equal footing, I'd say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Millennials saying they can't, <laughs> millennials can't afford a house anymore. They just don't know how to tie up a blanket yeah. like us boomers do. Exactly. Yeah. The problem. The problem is they're going to the bank. They should be going to Canadian. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Which also has fake currency that is worthless everywhere. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. Is, is Canadian Tire just Animal Crossing? Oh yeah. Is Tom Nook the CEO of Canadian Tire? <laughs> I mean, you go through Canadian Tire, and there's ways to de- put different decor around your house. There's tools so you can chop down trees and things like that outside. And there's there's a lot yeah. of parallels. There's so tents. many toilets to poop in. Yeah. Yep. You don't have to poop in the game, actually. That's a that's a stress well, they didn't want to add in there. <laughs> uh, th- thank you. That's most <laughs> video games, though, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah. What games you, you got to poop? Death Stranding and throw it at ghosts. Is that a real thing? 
Yeah, Kojima yeah. is a lunatic. So oh, you have yeah. like piss, blood, and shit grenades that you can throw at ghosts. <laughs> Good. Uh, yep. For, so, do you have to you you have to use the bathroom in animal in in Death Stranding? Is that like a regular? Oh, I don't know. I haven't played it. I you just know. know. The, I just know that there's human waste grenades. Because I was gonna say for sure at some point somebody has built a video game where you had to... wait The Sims. The there Sims, you, go. you gotta go to the bathroom. There, there you go. go. And actually, it worked. I was gonna say somebody's done it and it didn't work, and that's why nobody's done it. But it works in The Sims. That's yep. weird. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's <laughs> this game's mixed with long scale and short scale goals. Sometimes short scale goals are just getting to the bathroom in time. Yeah, um, building building a blood and shit grenade. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. an Animal Crossing. Yeah, or uh, instead of getting a house, just redefining what you're already in. That'd be another goal. <laughs> um, so, so game my palatial mansion. mansion it's made out of tarp. <laughs> uh, GameCube came out in 2001, and uh, Nintendo released uh, the same game again. So, what was Animal Crossing? Uh, Dobitsu no Mori. But they called it Dubitsu no Mori Plus because it had a new system, more power on the system, so they could do a lot of the things that they wanted to do originally, but not on the N64, on the GameCube. Mm -hmm. Right, clock, tiny CDs. Yep. And that wasn't the Animal Crossing that we know. So this all sort of is. The first one on the N64 very much looks like the first Animal Crossing, but it was made on the N64 rather than the GameCube. Then this one... um, was Dubitsu no Mori Plus, which was almost the one that we had, um, but it wasn't quite. Okay. This is like, okay. but the first three iterations of the game is Dubitsu no Mori, Dubitsu no Mori Plus, Dubitsu no Mori E Plus, and all three of those are considered the first Animal Crossing game because Did these never come what? out outside of Japan. <laughs> no, this is these are all the third one gets made into the one that we know. So okay. the, the, it's basically like adding DLC. Um, when you when you say made into, it was it just like it was released as Dobitsu no Mori E plus in Japan and then released as Animal Crossing in North America, or was there is there now like a fourth iteration where they release it a fourth time and add more DLC to create Animal Crossing for the GameCube in North America? My understanding is it went Dobitsu no Mori, Dobitsu no Mori plus Animal Crossing NA. And then slightly after, Dubitsu Numeri Plus, E, uh, e uh, whatever. Yeah, E Plus, exactly. E Girl. Oh, yeah. so E Plus came after Animal Crossing NA. I don't know. I don't want to put too much emphasis on that. I, okay. I just know that they came around the same time. The third one okay. is like Japan and us. But okay. right now okay. we're still at Dubitsu Numeri Plus. So this is still in Japan and it's the second iteration of the game when the GameCube just came out. Okay. It, it had a true game clock. It had animals that can move in, uh, a museum to store collections, which is a new objective in the game. It's like you're trying to fill up your museum. Uh, that's kind of like the, what is it in uh, Stardew? The the townhouse the, or whatever. Uh, the museum. The community center? Yeah, community center. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh. Except I'm not sure if there's a celebration once you fill the museum or not. Because there's a museum in, in Stardew Valley as well. Oh, Yes, yes, Gun- yes. Gunther's Museum, which you just put collectibles in. That's right. Okay. And you do get some rewards for that, too. Yeah. Um, so... Center, you want specific things, and sometimes you need, like, uh, one of them is, like, 25,000 gold, and another one is, yeah. like, uh, 100 wood. Yeah. Or 
the three blobs of slime you killed off of a, a blob of slime. Exactly. Ten, I would love to go to a museum and see a hundred pieces of wood and just someone just like, yes, this was added to the collection recently. <laughs> um, it's not, that's not, see, it's not the museum. That's the community center. Oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to differentiate them, Peter. You're confusing yeah. the audience. <laughs> <laughs> so another feature, um, you could connect your Game Boy Advance to um, Animal Crossing or Dimitri Numani Plus. Uh, which was kind of cool. And so you could, in-game, whenever it was connected in, you could go to a new island on your GameCube that had, like, specific species of animals and fruits and stuff like that you wouldn't normally get. Did you need cool. Did you need an, a specific game cartridge on the Game Boy? So the way that it works is I think you could, like, plug your Game Boy into the GameCube in some way. It didn't yeah. mention any technology of, like, uh, something going in the slot itself. No. Oh, so it's just any like any Game Boy with no cartridge in, you plug into the. Into I think the so. I'm not. I wasn't ready for that question, but I think okay. so. Okay. <laughs> it's not like Monster Rancher, where you can put in a Shania Twain CD and get a different monster downloaded onto your PlayStation. <laughs> no, they're actually. Oh my god! Monster, monster Rancher, you put CDs into your PS One, and it would read the music, and it would generate different monsters for you based on what you put in. Man. Yeah. I feel yeah. like a woman is the final boss of this game. <laughs> <laughs> I had that game too, man. That was a lot of fun putting yeah. in the CDs. And then there's a GameCube Monster Rancher, uh, or no, sorry, the Game Boy Monster Rancher, where you just put in a random word, and whatever word you put in would generate a monster that you could raise on your ranch. So like, there's all these websites of people just put it trying like every word in the dictionary, and like, I got this monster from this one. So yeah. once you figured out what word got you the best monsters, you could do it. It was a cool kind of like uh, Scribble Knots, I guess. I love Scribble Knots. Yeah. It was a good game. Um, I so I like the idea. Uh, Nintendo's really good at this whole like cross promotion of their own shit. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, like you have if you own a game, if you convince your parents to buy you a Game Boy, we'll give you something extra in the game, which is actually like valueless. Yeah. Um, passport to fucking Tarantula Island. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. It's, it'd be pretty cool a... if you could go to like the Johto region in Animal Crossing or something. If you had oh, like yeah. Pokemon yeah. plugged in, right? It's kind of a Tom Nook move that they created value where there wasn't any value, <laughs> right? Just to get people working <laughs> towards something. Yeah. But Tom Nook is just Miyazaki. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so you all there actually might have been a cartridge now that you've got me thinking about it because you could also take Animal Crossing on the go with your Game Boy Advance, but it was not really like a version of the game. It was a top-down eight-bit version of the game that really was more like a Tamagotchi game than a Animal yeah. Crossing game. It That's was like, funny. That was going to be my question. If it was like a if if it was just like a really basic maintenance thing like a like a tamagotchi yeah this is like this is like the earliest like clash of the clans like farmville shit right like the whole oh you got it you got to be maintaining it all the time you better like get a gamecube and bring it on the bus to just tap buttons so you yep. can oh yeah so you Pretty can bring much. it back home and you get you know your whatever your power-ups so you could keep going like it's, it's not fun. as bad they didn't introduce microtransactions yet but i really feel like this was like one of the first building blocks towards Clash of Clans. Oh, we'll get there, yeah. We'll get Raid there. Shadow Legends. <laughs> yeah. Throughout this, the kind of Animal Crossing from time to time, like, they're, from game to game, they are trying to get people into buy, spending more. Uh, there's not quite microtransactions, but there's a lot of similarities there. Um, but for now, we're still at Dubitsu Nomori Plus. Uh, it was a great port of the game. Um, it added more shops, museum, 
uh, animals that can move in. There was so many animals in the game that it was like a 1% chance that you get the same six starter animals. Um, so every time you started the game, it would be a new experience, sort of. Um, Did they have all the animals on Earth? They just have... That'd be way less than a 1% chance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oops, all tarantulas again. He was like, ah! <laughs> I, feel, I feel like to shuffle to get the same six, like you don't need that many different animals to end up with a 1% chance. Like I feel like yeah. because you're looking at the same six, that, that percentage chance drops really fast. Yeah. I'm sure the, there's math that I'm too dumb to do to figure that out. <laughs> the characters are usually uh, an animal, and then they have some sort of gimmick to them. Like... For example, on my uh, island, I have a mouse who calls me Shorty all the time. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, Do you have Shoddy? Because he, he wants to fuck you? Cause... Uh, <laughs> maybe. Or shorty because you're not tall. Oh, well, I'm double his height, but he always calls me Shorty. So I don't know. He, he was really impressed that I caught a fish in front of him the other day. So we'll Guys, see how that I goes. Gotta say, I got to say. Been on that island too long. <laughs> Chet the chinchilla, my pet chinchilla, which just died would have been a great addition to this episode. I thought that that's what you were going with because he sounded just like a villager, but yeah. <laughs> it's too bad you had all that out-of-season tinsel sitting around. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I've been, I've been telling Greg to, to clean it up for, for weeks, but just, you know, he, he, cleans, he cleans how he cleans. You, you can't tell him to clean something. He'll just he'll get around to it eventually. Yeah. <laughs> a, a free spirit, that one. Fastidious, but chaotic. Yeah. Yeah, so Dibitsu Nomori Plus, great part of the game, and it led to a full-fledged GameCube version um, that was released in North America called Animal Crossing, and this was in 2002. <gasps> so the one that we knew as the first game had two iterations in Japan on the N64 and GameCube before we got our GameCube version. I, uh, I love that you uh, were at the beginning were like, it's called Dibitsu Nomori. I'm sorry if I butchered that and proceeded to include Dibitsu Nomori about a hundred times in your script. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you had to say it over and over again. It actually only is there three times, but I just had to keep saying it to get back to my point. But <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you do keep getting sidetracked there, James. Yeah, it's, it's I'm <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Do you guys want to talk about my dead chinchilla some more? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about Dibitsu Nomori, please. Yeah. Uh, so it had proper translations to the English language, new characters, Western holidays and celebrations to make us over here feel like we're being special. Honestly, oh, like yeah. I, I, I wonder what the sales would do in North America if you had just like Japanese holidays. Like I wonder if it would like really change like reviewers' opinions and stuff. Like we as Westerners on Christmas, it's weird. We're we're Canadian, but we are you know Westerners. Um, and like we are like really uptight about a lot of that stuff, you know. Like, our our culture is our culture. Don't don't come here with your your weirdness or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What is what is it, New Year's? But yeah. a week later, I don't yeah. fucking think so. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I mean, I think that especially the game that has an in time clock and calendar that matches your own, it's cool when the holidays match your own too. Yeah. Uh, you're playing the, on Christmas Day, you get Christmas. Exactly. Yeah. Although I think, yeah. do they celebrate? I think they might celebrate Christmas in Japan. Um, I know. I know KFC is a big thing on Christmas in Japan. Yeah. But I don't know how many people actually celebrate Christmas. Yeah. No. So. Anyway. Um, remember how we talked about those microtransaction things? Here's yeah. one of the first ways they tried to do it before it was popularized. Uh, it was one of the first games. Animal Crossing was one of the first games to use the e-reader. Do you guys remember the e-reader? It's 
like a it's like a thing that it, you like slide cards through it, right? Yes, exactly. It go, it's it a cartridge. Max stripe reader that connects to your GameCube or whatever. Yeah, it connects to your Game Boy, uh, which you can connect to your GameCube through connecting your Game Boy to your GameCube. So you, there's three levels deep. Uh, <laughs> so you have to have the GameCube, you have to have the Game Boy, then you put the e-reader in, and then you buy card packs, and you slide the card packs through like what looks like a debit slider. To add yeah. items into the game. Oh damn! Yeah, that straight up is microtransactions, right? Like, yeah, yeah. That's straight up, straight up. This, those are loot boxes. It's I... like, we didn't even start with microtransactions. We jump. They jump right to loot boxes. Yep. That is I wild. had them and I had bought packs when I was a youngster. So uh, I, you've always I, been a whale, Jamie. Yes, yeah. yes, I have. <laughs> so I convinced my mom. I already had the Game Boy. I got the GameCube second, and then. I convinced her to get an e-reader because I probably saw it on YTV after Dragon Ball Z and got yeah. really excited <laughs> about it or something. But yeah. That'd be the weirdest peripheral for a, for a parent to have to go out and buy. It's like, yeah, I got him the console and the handheld, but now he wants this, like, debit reader? Yeah, he wants, like, an interact machine? <laughs> <He wants> anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I could be wrong, but I think there was ways to also introduce cheats to some games. Like, you could buy, like, the cheat pack and then... Oh, if you swipe this card, there's moon gravity in this game yeah. or something. They like all that. they all uh, wanted to sue Game Shark and like the Game Genie companies, but they were like, "Oh, but you could buy it from us." Like, <laughs> fuck you. I like the idea of black market Animal Crossing cards. <laughs> <laughs> I could be wrong on that, but that's just something I remember. I, that it sounds totally plausible. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I'm being honest. If we're looking at the state of the world today and what uh, corporate greed can do to things and people, it uh, sounds very plausible. Yeah. Uh, so actually, I do have an, an an answer for you. It did go Jimitsu Numori, Jimitsu Numori plus Animal Crossing. And then Japan liked Animal Crossing so much that they ported the game back to Japanese and they called it Jimitsu Numori E+, plus, e plus. Oh, okay. which is for the e-reader. So that, that's funny. They oh. copied... They copied... Uh, the North American version to release in Japan, which is not normally how it goes. <laughs> no. And I love that they ported it to, like they did all the translations to English to translate it back to Japanese. Back to Japanese. Yeah. It's like when you put something in like, like Google translate like too many times and it just comes out like completely broken. Like, yeah. You put in like, how are you doing today? And it just comes out ice cream sandwich after like. Oh, yeah. permutations. <laughs> so I got, um, Every time you catch a sea base or sea bass, rather sea bass, sea yeah. bass, <laughs> yeah, I had to say it both ways just <laughs> just so the pun becomes even more clear. This is not a good pun, but every time you catch a sea bass, uh, it goes, "Wow, you caught a sea bass, almost as good as a C plus, or something <laughs> like that." That's not a joke, that's, right? That's not a good one. Yeah. And so I, I know the string fish is you caught a string fish five more and you'll have a guitar fish. Yeah, but that, but that makes sense. You caught a loach. It's looking at you with a little reproach. <laughs> that, that rhymes. Like, yeah, you caught a horse fun. mackerel. Of course, mackerel. That's a real one. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a pretty good one. Yeah. So every everything you catch kind of has a little uh, pun or rhyme or something to it. Um, a complimentary dad joke. Yeah, but I really felt that that sea base uh, or sea bass. C plus thing was really bad and there's actually a specific fish that people are trying to catch before the end of March and it's shadow looks like that one so everybody's getting this awful pun that they don't want from a common fish while they're trying to catch a raw like a, a rare fish <laughs> so it's all over the subreddit right now it's pretty good that's funny yeah 
Uh, so yeah, the Japanese took it back um, to Bitsunomori E+. And the e-reader, they went to go release it again in Japan, but the e-reader had been discontinued due to low popularity. So the <laughs> oh yeah the, the debit the debit machine uh, peripheral wasn't popular <laughs> with kids who'd have thought yeah, exactly I wish I held on to mine though this would be a fun relic of the past but um so the E plus part of the game did not even exist in the game so it was basically just Animal Crossing Japan okay. so the E plus subtitle meant nothing by the time they discontinued the peripheral so it was just like ah oh, whatever it's too late to change the paper on the box yeah <laughs> pretty much. Um, so the last of the beginning versions, like we're still in the first iteration, just all the releases of it. Uh, the last one was in China and it was the okay. Dibitsu Nomori IQ. Do you guys know what the IQ is? Uh, internal uh, calendar. No. Qualendar. <laughs> I thought Pete would know this one for sure. This is, uh, IQ was a console in China and it was like basically the Nintendo counterpart but there was a lot of laws in China that meant you couldn't just release a normal console. Yeah. So this looked yeah. like a plug-and-play, and the entire N64 uh, console was in the controller. Uh, I can send a picture to the group, it's like actually. Stadia before Stadia. That's pretty cool. So, yeah, it looks like yeah, this. You, you can't just release. You can't just release a, a console in China. You need to steal you know, it from another country and then release it. Well, you need you need to install the cameras so the government can watch people playing, and you yeah. can install the microphones. <laughs> it looks like it has a full ass fan right on the middle, probably because that thing got so hot. Yeah, like, right. And yeah. it looks sort of like an oh, N64 geez. controller, but the buttons, like, the A, B, and C buttons are are directly N64, right? Yeah. It looks like somebody Frankenstein together an N64 controller and the Duke controller from the original Xbox. <laughs> yeah. Like they got them both warm and just mashed them together. Because <laughs> it, it, this thing's a nightmare. Actually, yeah. it's, it's awful looking. And yeah, there's like, there looks like there's like a, a radio in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah, it's probably for the heat. But it, yeah. it was all, the whole N64 hardware was within the controller. So it's not technically a console. So you could buy it in China. It was more of a plug and play. Um, and this release of Animal Crossing was released in 2006. So this is like five years after the first one. Damn. And it's okay. still sort of the same game. Um, for games like up until this point, to release the same game so many times um, was pretty big. Like nowadays they do it like Skyrim's released on everything from your smart fridge to your PlayStation. To your IQ. To your IQ, yeah. <laughs> but Animal Crossing, it's... Uh, it's been the base game that was released in 2001 all the way to 2006 across a bunch of countries. Okay, cool. Uh, so that's the end of the first Animal Crossing. Mm -hmm. Do you guys have any questions so far? That's quite the twisty tale. Uh, that's that's pretty crazy. That, the fact that they could release the same game five times is is pretty uh, pretty incredible. Yeah, they oh, would yeah. give it to you first, and then you had the option to pay it back over time. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Oh good. They, just, yeah. they give you a, they give you a free sample to get you hooked in that. Uh -huh. There's an uh -huh. ARG component. Yeah. <laughs> um, Nintendo uh, around this time uh, was releasing. It, this is around 2005 now. So Nintendo was releasing the Nintendo DS, uh, and this is where Animal Crossing really started to branch out um, with okay. Animal Crossing Gone Wild in 2005. Okay, titties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing those little cat thingies, those, like, yeah, yeah. these little yeah, frogs. 
this is the one where Tom Nook gives you like a beachfront bungalow bar in Miami, and you need to get ready for spring break, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. where like a, he's wearing like a Hawaiian shirt, and he's balding. He wears those like amber tinted glasses. Has a big chain. Yeah. <laughs> still has his testicles on his head. You you catch tarantulas for him, and he just gives you like bags of coke to like, <laughs> supply the women with. Yeah. 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 You've got to fish out smugglers who drowned and get the condoms full of drugs out of their stomachs. Yeah. <laughs> That's the currency. So the condoms full of bells that they're trying to smuggle. Yeah. yeah. I could just picture him. You can hear him walking up with his bag full of bells or his pockets full of bells jingling. Yeah. <laughs> got a cigar hanging out of his mouth. Yeah. Just like standing in the line at the airport. Like every time you walk, like, ching, 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 ching. <laughs> ching, ching, ching. <laughs> yeah. So Nintendo's releasing a Nintendo DS. They said with the new handheld system, what would be better? But Animal Crossing, it's like such a relaxed game. And to bring it mobile would be a huge thing. So it was a, an entirely new game with a new engine that utilized the second touchscreen on the DS. Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, bugs and fish are introduced in the game. So now... Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> that's two new types of collectibles. And you can Nintendo, get... Oh, you've gotten mad with power. Yeah. <laughs> villagers became more interactive they would invite you to their homes uh they would actually help with your chores they would water things that were nearby them and they had even more voice lines that's pretty nice of them yeah so it's becoming more of a living world i guess you say you say voice lines but you mean like text lines right um yeah it's not voice acted they just make no. like right yeah. yeah actually it was really weird so i I smoked a little bit of marijuana when I first played the new one, and okay. I—they were going to hell, but go on. Yeah, <laughs> and I was I was playing like, and I was reading all the words, and they throw in some of the real syllables along with the nonsense ones. So I was trying to pick up like, because like that was definitely a U sound, and that ended with a U. Like, and I was trying to figure out how they were doing because it, it feels like they have an algorithm where they're using almost what what the syllables are, but not quite. It's like they have someone actually read the lines and then they just scramble it in a certain way. Yeah. Yeah, look, or they have like they have a way to interpret it like that they can hit some of the syllables but not all of them. Like they throw it through an algorithm or something. I don't know. It was weird. That is one of the most I got stoned and played Animal Crossing stories I've ever heard. In my life. <laughs> just like Man, I just try to figure out how all these like island animals are talking because sometimes I, it sounds I sort of real. I can swear they were talking to me, man. I just couldn't figure out what they were saying. Oh, and then like, when you forget to read the text box, cause, text boxes because it sounds so much like real speaking. Like, what did he say? And you like click him again. Like, oh, I still can't understand him, man. Yeah. Oh shit, I'm so stoned. You come into my apartment and I'm doing all the 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 speech parts just with my eyes closed, not yeah, reading yeah. it. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> fucking what? Dude? Yeah. No. And then when you plugged in my name too, right? When you type J, you'd hear like J and like A would be ah, M oh, would yeah. be like, mm. so it's like not quite the words, but it... anyways, it's trippy. Okay. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's strange. Yeah. Um, where was I? <laughs> so You're getting high. Yeah. Getting freaked up by animal crossing. Yep. Uh, villagers had more voice lines, which were probably not voice lines, uh, but I hear them as voice lines. Snatch, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wi-Fi was available on the DS, too, so you could actually visit your friends' towns and help them out, slash bring over your own fish and like show them off and stuff like that. 
Mm-hmm. You can dump your dead leaves in their yard. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is actually a really big deal for Animal Crossing because you could build a community now. Like, people could visit each other. You could post on forums being like, hey, look, this is my code. Come check out my island. I'll trade you this, whatever. Yeah. Um, Animal Crossing. Basically World of Warcraft like, at that point. Sort of, yeah. Yeah. Sort Massively of. multiplayer online. Uh, farm Animal simulator. Crossing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Animal Crossing Gone Wild in 2005 was a huge success. It was. Uh, they do this thing where they kind of went um, console mobile, console mobile. Um, so this was console was the first four games, which is really one game, and now we're on to mobile, and then now we're back to console. So 2008 was the next worldwide release, Animal Crossing City Life for the Nintendo Wii. Okay. Uh, one of the new future features was the Wii Speak. So you get a USB microphone that I've never heard of on a Wii, but you can plug it in and chat with people over Wi-Fi when visiting their towns. Okay, well, that's fine. I, I mean, mean that yeah. Makes, that makes but, sense. It's just like a basic online VoIP thing. Yeah, yeah. The, Wii, the Wii was the, the 360 and PS3 generation, right? So, yeah. yeah. Like it, sh- it should have had those things by then, but Nintendo has never done it. Like For somebody who excelled at making peripherals, they really missed the boat on like... The, the headset and microphone yeah for online gaming <laughs> i would imagine the wii microphone setup like the native one would probably like be a, like a, a a game show host wand mic that like clips into the bottom of the nunchuck that you'd have yeah. to speak into like <laughs> exactly. while moving it because people at nintendo don't understand that human beings have two hands that they can yeah. use <laughs> <laughs> and like a head that you can just clip a he- like headphones and a microphone onto See, you're wearing headphones with a microphone right now, and I can see it on webcam, and I barely understand the technology behind it. Frankly, it terrifies me. So I can see how the execs at Nintendo uh, could also not be understood by you, who may just be a god traveling backwards through time. <laughs> well, they don't, they don't want to risk making the uh, the tension too strong and just crushing people's heads. Oh, yeah, so, that's true. No. Yeah. yeah. So Animal Crossing City Life, uh, you could speak to people now. Cool. Um to voice chat in 2008 nifty um but what was really the big change was you could go to a city now so like a central place that you could get new items a new social dynamic um just Poppy. buy things yeah i guess awesome. there's probably mechanics like oh you have to go to the store on a wednesday to get this kind of thing or something like that it sounds very like animal crossing slash yeah. harvest mooney slash things like that yeah, like, well, the thing about Harvest Moon and all that is, like, okay, I'm just going to, like, do my days and go to sleep until Wednesday and then go get the thing at <laughs> an Animal Crossing. It's like, oh, I got, like, the kids have soccer practice on Wednesday. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Like, <laughs> I just I don't have time to go do your fucking thing on Wednesday, so I guess I'm never doing that thing. Like, Yeah. Yeah, that's it. So I, that one didn't have the craziest changes, but it was a welcome addition to the series and it was on the Wii uh rather than the GameCube so a little bit better graphics cool yeah they added the hustle and bustle of urban life so yeah yeah with the powerhouse graphics that the Wii could provide yeah exactly. oh yeah absolutely <laughs> as many blurry textures as you can get onto a single layer dvd <laughs> <laughs> so so far the games have gone console mobile console so what's next mobile mobile yep is it, is it the 3DS it is a 3DS. Ah. 
Animal Crossing turning over a new leaf in 2012. Oh yeah, I remember oh, this. Oh, I have heard about this one. Yeah, this is this... where they had the graphics. It's like it's like a little rotating sphere as you walk, right? Yeah, uh, the new one's the same way as well. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, this one was probably the most well-received out of all of them. It didn't sell the most, but in terms of like the diehard fans, this was the game. Like they, uh, they had all of the features up until this point. They also added new holidays, tools, collectibles, and items. You're the mayor of the town in this village. So you have democratically elected or appointed by Tom Nook. Probably appointed. You're a fall guy. You're a fall guy. I got you. Yeah, so I was gonna say, uh, yeah, as my first act as mayor of this town that you have also graciously elected in a 100% landslide vote, uh, <laughs> doing away with the currency you've been using up until this point and moving over to Nook Bucks. Yeah, <laughs> totally unrelated to my election. Yeah, yeah that's it. I'd like yeah. to thank uh, local businessman Tom Nook for all his hard work during my campaign. <laughs> <laughs> so in this in this version, you're in charge of anything from like planning in the city setting up like this is where the fences are going to go this is where the houses are going to go to um any festivals that are going on making sure the logistics are okay for that uh, settling any public grievances between the villagers yeah you're pretty hands-on mayor for one uh, you don't have a, a, a police force which is odd but do these people not get to choose where they put their own fences or is or is has it's city you, ordinance, though. Yeah, zoning like, laws. Just become like okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like the, well, this. Uh, Tom Nook this, seems to have uh, decided that uh, this much of your lawn actually just is just public property now, so we're just going to put a fence around it. <laughs> uh, I've gone ahead and taken the pond out of your front lawn and filled that with lava, and I've yeah. set up a slide for your kids right out in front of it. So uh, <laughs> I hope you enjoy that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> honestly, this sounds like my kind of mayor. Honestly, like hands on. Like, it's a small town, right? Like, you have, like, whatever, up to 20 people in it. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, why not have a hands-on? Like, if you're mayor, why would you get a police force to settle petty disputes when you it can just It is like be... the Old West. Yeah. I, I would think, like, small towns in the past probably operated, like, mayors operated similarly. Yeah. yeah. Peppa Pig so upset that Froggy Frog is eating all of the f- flies out of her manure pit. Yeah. How do you handle it? Like Froggy Frog will be put to death. <laughs> it will be displayed at the town square at the gallows as a warning to other frogs yeah <laughs> yeah so uh, this game honestly uh super well loved if you want to play an animal crossing game and don't have a switch this is probably a really good way for you to get into the series because it did a lot of things right don't um, buy a 3ds just buy a switch if you don't have a 3ds I yeah think. yeah <laughs> that that is also true but if you have There's a 3ds honestly- <laughs> it's probably just as expensive to buy a 3D, or almost as expensive to buy a 3DS. Right. Yeah. yeah. Nintendo products don't go down in price ever, so. No. Yeah, so this version still has tons of content, very immersive. Um, it put the game above the rest, like, in terms of how much control you had over um, and different things to do. Because if you wanted to just be a designer, you could be a designer. If you wanted to just, um, like, focus on your own thing, you could probably ignore a lot of the town's things and... There's just a lot of different ways to play the game. Um, also, How do your powers extend uh, as mayor? Can you do you get the first night alone with a newly married wife? <laughs> prima nocta. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can you invoke the right of prima nocta during all the weddings? Peppa Pig, wash yourself off. Come with me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, in this ver- version, amiibos were added to the game. So another way to buy things outside of the game to make yeah. virtual things in the game 
It's the same thing as the e-reader. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's also a few spinoffs after this because after um, after a new leaf, um, there was this is in 2012. There wasn't a real Animal Crossing game until now in 2020, which is part of the reason why there's so much hype around this game. Yeah. Yeah. So there were some Animal Crossing games with the name Animal Crossing on it, uh, and I'll go over a few of them. There's Animal Crossing Happy Home Designer. You play as an interior exterior designer. So you basically, the villagers just say, this is my house. I'm kind of interested in this. Can you fix it up for me? And you just place all their furniture and front you know, lawn and whatever you want to do. They okay, took a small like, portion uh, of, the ga- of the whole game and made it an entire game on its own. Yeah. yeah, but they did it very well as well. So, like, they made the design better than in the actual games and made it the prime focus. So, if yeah. for some people, they're really into that. It's not my thing, yeah. but good for them. Oh, my God. The, one of the worst ones was Animal Crossing Wii U. I don't know if you've seen this one. The Wii, U the Wii U doesn't need another L, okay? Yeah. <laughs> can, we, can we leave the Wii U alone, please? <laughs> the Wii U subtitle does not instill me with confidence. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it was never actually an Animal Crossing game to the disappointment of other fans, even though it was called Animal Crossing Wii U. What um, the fuck? <laughs> it was an Animal Crossing Plaza. So it was a free digital eShop title that was not that was focused on communication and none of the aspects of the gameplay that was there before. So it was basically a reskin of the Miiverse with Animal Crossing characters. The Animal Crossing characters. So <laughs> it's like there's a tree in the middle. And a bunch of Animal Crossing characters just milling about, and you could press um, a bunch of different voice lines that you have pre-baked into your character. Okay, so that sounds good. Horrible. You'd be like, I, I, free software on the Wii U goes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like apples. Animal Crossing. <laughs> uh, this was also removed from the store not long afterwards because of the outrage. I mean, the Miiverse was removed from the store, right? So Yeah. Rip. Rip Miiverse. Um, another great, 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 great game uh, is Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival. And it's not a life simulator or design game, but instead a digital board game similar to Mario Party, but way less fun. Is this where you can send all of your uh, very expensive toys with chips in them to go do things together? Yes, they're trying to capitalize on the amiibo trend and drive sales, but it sucked. Oh, okay. It looked really good on the Wii U, and it, the characters that the community loved were in the game. So it looked like an Animal Crossing game, but just you could do none of the things that you wanted to do in an Animal Crossing game. So it was a huge <laughs> tease for everyone who just wanted a new game. Just yeah, Nintendo just put Animal Crossing skin on something. It was just like, look at me. It's your favorite friend, Animal Crossing. Just yeah. like, shambling around. <laughs> Loose-fitting skin like the cockroach monster in yeah. Man in Black. <laughs> Animal Crossing, what happened to you? <laughs> My sugar. <laughs> water. It's like for Isabella. <laughs> it's like, My Animal Isabella, Crossing. Your skin's hanging off your bones. My Animal Crossing, your teeth are so large. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in 2017, uh, they released a mobile game called Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. And as much as we're taught to be like, hey, mobile game's usually bad, this one was pretty good. Uh, okay. Brought a lot of new games into the series, and it wasn't a perfect Animal Crossing game, but it was really true to the spirit of the game. Uh, there was a lot of small tasks for uh, soon rewards with larger scale goals for longer on. You could design your camp and interact with a few villagers, not as many as a normal game. 
but it grossed fifty million dollars, so it was a success. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, I was gonna I was gonna ask what the economy was like because I know Nintendo is notoriously scummy on their mobile platform. Like their phone games are some of the worst examples of like blood drinking microtransactions. <laughs> so many phone games, man. Yeah. Um, but I was going to say, we already established, like, it's perfect for that environment, right? Like, it's perfect yeah. for those old microtransactions, the little speed-up boosts or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But, like, like you say, like, the Super Mario one, which is, like, Super Mario Run, which is, like, a super basic port of a stripped-down version of uh, Super Mario Bros. Wii U. Yeah. Or the, the maybe the DS one. But just, like, so many microtransactions. If you want to play more than, like, 20 minutes at a time, you got to buy, like, power-ups and stuff. Like, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, so this one, I've never actually played it myself, but I've watched it on other people's phones. And as since it's 2017 and we haven't had a game since 2012, even though it was five years later and a little scummy, this scratched the itch for some people because you didn't have to pay necessarily. You could yeah, just yeah. play. Um, Honestly, not, not hating on people who are willing to do it. Uh, mobile gaming is typically not for me. I play you know, Hearthstone, which is ostensibly a PC game that's available on the phone and they didn't change anything about it. Okay, and yeah. I play- I will play my Game Boy Advance uh, emulator. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, So a cool note, too. Uh, there was a, not an Animal Crossing game, but there was actually Animal Crossing the movie in 2006. What? Yes. Okay. And in 2006. N- Nintendo partnered with OLM Incorporated to create a feature-length animated film. Uh, it actually okay. looks kind of cool. I watched a clip. Uh, it looks really cozy. Like It seems like on a rainy day to watch it, it would make you feel really good. It follows it's the light. Rainy, it's it's like a rainy a day today. I know it is. <laughs> yep. It follows the life of an 11 year old Aya who moves in to an animal village and works for Tom Nook to pay off her debts. She's 11. She gets debts from him. That guy is fucking ruthless. <laughs> yeah, he's he's predatory, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So some little notes. She has to help a UFO return to the sky and win the winter festival. These are two of the objectives for of her. Okay. Um. I don't know if you should watch it, but it looks cool. <laughs> if you're a if you're a diehard Animal Crossing fan, you haven't watched it yet. Honestly, if you're play at home like I am and playing Animal Crossing, it would probably be pretty good background noise just to throw yeah. on. So throw it on the TV. I don't yeah. know if it was released in English. I checked it up on Wikipedia, and and all of the actors are all Japanese. I don't think it ever got translated. There was no English cover either. Oh dang! Oh well, it maybe might be subtitled though. Like... Uh, yeah, subs for the true Animal Crossing fan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, now we have Animal Crossing New Horizons in 2020. Uh, it was supposed to come out in 2019, but they delayed it. It's out now. Uh, I've been having a lot of fun with it. It's um, really a, a very zen game, Like especially with everything that's going on in the world right now. It's easy to get worried and caught up in your own head. And I found that this game uh, is really easy just to get lost in and play. I think anything these days uh, where it's like quick little relaxing tasks like checklists right now uh, make people very comfortable. Like I printed out calendars just so I could check off certain things on my uh, like on my day to day right now because I can't leave my fucking house. So I, <laughs> I, I, I printed out uh, March and April calendars and I'm going to keep doing it until I'm allowed to leave basically. Mm. Uh, just like when to feed my salamanders, uh, when I've worked out, when I've, you know whatever whenever i've had some drinks with friends via webcam like i track all of that just because it's like okay cool yeah i i can just live in a spreadsheet for the next <laughs> month and a half if i have to that's all good yeah right? 
So before we finish, I wanted to go over a couple of the fan theories for Animal Crossing that were on um, their own fandom website. So fan theories dot fandom uh, for uh, Animal Crossing. This is okay. So one of the first ones is that the game are set in purgatory. So whenever I, oh my god, a joke. when you started talking, I was like purgatory. Yeah. Uh, you are a child who ended up on an island and are consistently given things to keep busy and basically forget that you're dead. Okay. Um, so, canonically, in this in this theory, every character in Animal Crossing is unbaptized. Um, <laughs> so, like, when your character will be able to enter heaven is unknown, but in <laughs> Animal Crossing... <laughs> Nook is like, you're Virgil. <laughs> like... I mean, okay, there's one, there's one thing we know, and this life... If you're in debt, there's no way you're getting into heaven. Okay, you yeah, gotta be that's... you gotta be debt free. That's the number one rule to get into heaven. So, so... that's the the church circa pre Martin Luther, right? Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Animal Crossing: A New Leaf. It seems that it'd be possible to ascend into paradise once the town tree reaches its full growth stage. Okay. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. So this is like a. The, the, that's like kind of like a Viking purgatory thing. That's the that's the world tree where you can finally ascend up to Asgard. Yidrasil. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Once you've made all your neighbors happy and paid off all of your debts to the tyrant Tom Nook, then yeah. you can go to is heaven. Tom Nook, is Tom Nook Satan and then all the other characters are like angels there to guide you along? Maybe. You could be. I, I'm, I'm not going to say one way or the other. Or is he just like the boatman at the river sticks, but whatever that is for heaven. Right? Oh, Sharon. Yeah. Yeah. The, w- the way that this theory goes on it seems like his job is just to keep you occupied while you're in purgatory and not to realize that you're in purgatory until whatever administration needs to go through before you can go to heaven or hell yeah yeah you just gotta pu- push this rock up a hill and then once you get it up to the top man you're debt free and you're like I'll, I'll give you i'll give you 20 bells like <laughs> careful it doesn't roll back down that hill though yeah exactly oh yeah. <laughs> uh, this next one so before, <laughs> I, I didn't so even. Much, so many weird fucking ideas for the the title card for this episode. Like I don't know if I want to do the cocaine smuggling or the Sisyphus thing now. I'll, I'll figure it out. <laughs> for Animal Crossing, um, the I, the first thing I looked up was the fan theories before I looked up the lore and like the history, and this is the first thing that I read: child kip, child kidnapping and slave labor cult theory. So, <laughs> that's when i decided yes i'm going through with this but um so the gist of it is the game represents a human trafficking operation where children were lured by friendly characters and then kidnapped and brought to this island um so some evidence for this <laughs> yeah is the outgoing shipments of nikes really should have tipped us off yeah <laughs> <laughs> Okay, to get your next 15 bells, I'm going to need you to sew together a thousand handbags for me. Like, <laughs> don't fuck up the stitching on Gucci. Yeah. But Tom Nook, my fingers hurt. I don't care. <laughs> this ev- I have some evidence, and this also gave me a little bit of context to uh, Twitch culture as well. Um, I'm not sure if they're connected at all, but it starts with some a character called Kappen, K-A-P-P apostrophe N. And at the start of one of the games, the player is introduced to a character named Kappen, who takes them to Animal Crossing Community. However, Kappen is actually based on the Japanese mythological river demon called Kappa. Oh, the duck thing. Yeah, which is, which is infamously known for luring and then kidnapping children. 
And it's worth mentioning one of his creepy speeches in tone, where he considers children to be so ellipses gullible. So, oh Jesus, creepy, sinister. Yep. So he might be part of this ring. We also have Tom Nook in the Neverending Depth, which is yeah, yeah. Um, he's he's the one who gaslights the prisoners, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was. They introduced a raccoon character named Tom Nook, or not a raccoon, that raccoon a dog. Yeah, Tanuki. He's a tanuki. Uh, which leads you with work to pay him off, a debt that never ends, so it was increased, which may be reference to child slave labor. And to make matters worse, other animal residents never let the player leave their community. In fact, they are considered to be temptations, luring children and tricking them to think they're a normal, peace loving community. So, so uh, those are some fun really scary things to put over top of your lovely game about catching bugs and fish. Yeah. Once yeah. you're out of debt, we can all get on that spaceship behind a comet together. Don't you yeah, worry yeah. about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Child, uh, child slave, slavery simulator uh, 2020, right? Yeah. yeah. If, that, didn't, that didn't work well on the GameCube, so they just changed it to Animal Crossing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, child labor the bitsu no mori that's actually the direct translation to japanese yeah. <laughs> uh, child labor e plus with new e reader yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you actually have kids in real life spending time in a game to convince their parents to spend more money so they can spend more time in the game oh my god there's layers yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right well that was animal crossing guys this is a really fun game uh if you join the discord which is in our about information on the website lordboys.com um if you join that i'll give you my friend code and we could go visit each other's island i'll let you look at my oarfish. yeah we could all live in purgatory together yep uh and that's where you can find me on the internet is at the discord i want to see more faces in there because that's where i hang out the most so cool um fun fact about tanukis uh eric skiff who wrote the, our theme song, uh, A Night of Divi Dizzy Spells, uh, is the co-founder of something called Tanuki Labs, which is like, a, I think, a non-profit uh, coding uh, platform. Cool. Oh, cool. Fun, I was, fun fact about Eric Skiff. I was thinking about him. We haven't mentioned him in a while. Eric Skiff, man. Good dude. Good dude. That's the Loreboy's theme song. Yep. Yeah, he's given uh, us, he gave us free music three years ago, and we never stopped using it. It's actually yeah. fantastic, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm Ethan Palmer. You can find me at Ethan the Dead Man on Twitter or on the Discord, like James said. Uh, if you like the show, um, visit our visit our webpage, loreboys.com. Leave us a review on iTunes. Tell your friends. Share us on Instagram. Do whatever it is that you feel comfortable doing to help us out. We'd appreciate it. And especially in regards to Instagram, uh, I'm Peter O'Donohue uh, at Loreboys Podcast on Instagram at Pete O'Donohue on Twitter. I am Pete Fix. Um, there and uh, that's like that's, your, that's your display name though nobody will find you if they're... oh can you not search with that oh maybe you can i don't know yeah who knows else? and then of course uh theloreboys.com check us out uh we have a patreon uh thank you to darnell a longtime fan new time benefactor yeah um so thank you to him thank you to everybody else who's ever donated or continues to donate you're all wonderful mm -hmm. darnell's gonna tie us up and make us listen to like hours and hours and hours of green lantern lore yeah, it's coming. I already promised to do Doom Patrol, so that's that's probably going to be my next episode. So stay tuned for that. Um, yeah. We have some. We trust Patreon, Ethan, Lore Boys Prime. All right, all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, as you guys know, uh, we've had some little helping hands at the Lore Boys Studios uh, <laughs> oh recently. We've had some some very generous people who uh, who just like want to help us out. You know, get us coffees, sew our handbags together. Uh, and we want to we want to offer the listeners a chance to be part of the Lore Boys 
love circle that we like to call it. Uh, and we just want to give you guys a one-way ticket. You know, you don't need your passport. You don't need you don't need anything. You don't it's need your gonna, cell phone, is particularly. You're you're, you're going to be transported in a shipping container, so it's not like you're going to go through security or anything like that. You can work uh, for your lore boys, Miles. Once you get here. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, yeah. We have our own currency, so you don't need to bring any money or. Anything. You know, we'll, we will confiscate your cell phone. Uh, but anybody who sends us thirty-two twenty-two uh, in the in the next couple months um, will will be welcome to come join the the Lore Boys Love Circle. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be great. <laughs> you can buy right. everything with your lore bucks. Yeah, uh, so don't worry about it. Yep. Get all uh, the lore fixings. I think <laughs> that constitutes Lore Boys. Lore Boys. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.